And welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Once again, the podcast continues. I am officially amazed. We are doing <laughs> this. This is actually happening. And you guys are actually enjoying. So yay! yay. Cue all the sound effects and the happy children. Well, I'm going to have to edit that, but... Hopefully, I can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you to everyone who has been listening and giving us great feedback, positive or negative, although we will admit and very happy about it that most of them have been very positive. So how's my audio bones? It's really good. I'm the one listening to the audio because it's just Mikael and I today. Walang tutulong sa Yeah, so we've kind of settled into our workflow before we get into the meat of our episode for this podcast. Uh, we've settled into a workflow of how we do these podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I usually set up the lights and the cameras and all the literally behind the camera stuff. Yes. And Megan is actually in front, literally in front of the <laughs> camera, fixing all of the audio stuff and her notes for the podcast. Yeah. And yeah, it's worked out pretty well. We set up in around maybe five, ten minutes. Ten minutes, minutes. although we at kind most kind of almost lost the memory cards and kind of almost weren't able to do the podcast. Correction, she kind of almost <laughs> lost the memory cards. <laughs> I don't lose respons- my stuff. Sorry. I love my tech stuff. Sorry, my responsibility. But yes, going back to what Mikael said, thank you to everyone that's been tweeting us and messaging and that's been really supportive. Whenever I ask a question on Instagram, you guys are quick to answer. Yeah, I wish I would ask more questions on Instagram, but I'm just... It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just not a guy thing. But okay, now that's why I'm the one in charge of that. Yeah. Oh, and oh my God, we are still not sponsored. But I would like to shout out the road Crystal Audio, yeah. who has lent us these beautiful microphones. Mics. So I just like to remind everyone that this came from them. So less expenses on our part, higher quality for the podcast, happier viewers and listeners. Yeah, right? and we also have. The Roadcaster Pro on the side, which we probably could use for many episodes, which we were thinking about doing, but need to just do it. We need yeah. to make those mini episodes. Yeah. But either way, once again, thank you so much to Road and to Crystal Audio for providing us with some sweet, sweet equipment. And on that note, I think we should proceed to our actual podcast. What is today's podcast about, Bones? Well, Fofo, you need to break it to me gently. What? That's the title I came up with for the oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yes, not listening. Wow. <laughs> okay. But anyway, okay. What's this Break It To Me Gently episode about? So Break It To Me Gently is when you Actually, talk... it's right here. I'm watching. It's right here. I'm looking. Yeah. Anyway, go. When you break something gently to somebody, you try to say something without hurting their feelings, I guess. So that's how we're going to start the episode. We're going to start it gentle by talking about things about each other that people don't know about us. Quirks, um, pet peeves that we have, and relationship hurdles that we might have. Oh, okay, also. yes. Okay, now I remember what we were talking about. Took you had an intro, Diesel so can engine. you yes. go okay, to your so intro? <laughs> Break It To Me Gently is, a, is an episode that Bones conceptualized, and it's basically talking about how relationships start and blossom because of course when you first meet someone someone you like someone you might fall in love with you always put your best foot forward Mm -hmm. so you have to break your whole self to that person gently 
you have to break yourself to that person gently because you don't give your whole self in you know in one go hindi naman isang bagsakan yan syempre you put your best foot forward show the best parts about yourself yes. diba that's later and on and then later on that's when you show your nuances your habits that aren't so cool or that they might not completely fall in but, love with but because you put your best foot forward they might accept you for oh, who you oh, really are <laughs> diba may ano na you have a cachet with that yeah. person already diba so i guess this is what this episode is all about and what our experience has been with that because as i mentioned when i met megan when i met bones um it was all about me showing you know g- showing her a good time and going, the best side of taking yourself. her to the best Restos <laughs> I could take her, best experiences, my best jokes, my best punchlines. But eventually, mauubusan ako ng best. And then it's gonna get to the mediocre jokes, mediocre experiences, mediocre Wale restaurants. <laughs> and then eventually, you're gonna have to, you know, scrape the bottom of the well <laughs> and. Gonna have to give her the wale joke. And see if, like. <laughs> You're still and holding see on for if your she life. She still likes me. So, <laughs> yeah. So, how are we gonna start this one? So, I was thinking about let's start it with our first impressions of each other, because that's where everything starts. Eh? the first meeting. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, and we start. talked about um, we talked about in a past episode how we met and how cool it was, but we never really talked about what we thought of each other. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, you know, I, I'll start because okay. I have a very specific image in my head. So, as you guys all know, uh, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, I met Megan for the very first time in an event. Okay. But here's the thing. Eventually, when we got together, and I thought about it, that wasn't the first time I saw her. I had seen her earlier in that event, but prior to the time that I gave you my jacket oh. in the closet. I told you about this. Yes, I remember. Forget. I remember you this. You forgot, yeah. I didn't so, forget, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was basically in the event area. So, everybody was coming in. I think I was uh, early for my call time. And then in comes this chick. In comes this chick. <laughs> and she's in a tank top. And she has a sling, bag. sling bag or messenger bag over her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nice, skinny arms, very tall, lanky, straight hair, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Or I probably had it in a bun, whatever. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, sexy. I was single, so any girl you look, <laughs> any girl who passes by, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, hello. <laughs> so I noticed her and I was like, hey, that girl's kind of cute. And I liked them tall and uh, lanky. lanky. <laughs> that was kind of my thing at that time, I guess until now. Hmm? Mm. Uh, so be. yeah, that was actually my first impression. <laughs> of you and it was so funny because I had told Megan this like she so got almost a year into us being yeah, together yeah. it just completely slipped my mind but that was actually my very first impression of you so walang ano walang parang walang impression like when you talk to me or whatever oh we'll get to that, that but I'm, okay just my initial first, first. My very first How about um you? my first impression when I saw Mikael we, well, we were already backstage for that event and my head was kind of dizzy. And when I say dizzy, it was all over the place because I was at a point in my current relationship at that time where I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it was 
going to push through, if I was, what was happening? Like, super gulo ng isip ko. And then, here comes this really charming guy who's just like, oh, yeah, happy, happy. And he's sitting there, kahit super lamig na lamig siya. He's just like super chatty with everyone. And when it comes to people that I don't know, I'm not exactly as chatty at first. But I don't know, for some reason, he just wanted to like talk to like a bunch of different people, wanted to pick people's brain. And I found that so interesting because I hadn't met anyone as machika in that sense as he was. Wait a minute, correction. There were like three of us dudes who were talking to you. Though. Yes, but... I don't know. There was just something different about Mikael that he was like machika, but also hard to get. Oh, so you noticed me already? Yes, of course. Oh, I did not know that. See, this Duh. is the first time you learn things every day. This is the first time. <laughs> because like I said, it was a fashion show. So there were like 20 other, there were 20 male models in the area. And there were like three or five of us talking to Megan because she was the only chick there. So we kind of like just pounced on the opportunity. Also because Adrian... My, my best friend was like, I know this Mikael guy. He's one of the models. And Adrian already gave me a heads up about you. Oh, okay. I was like, no, what are you talking about? I have a boyfriend. Like, blah, blah, blah. But of course, Adrian planted that seed of who you were. So I kind of already noticed you beforehand. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So there. That so was the first impression. First impressions. First impression. First impressions. All right. That's not bad. Um, I think in terms of actually meeting you, my other my next first impression of you was i thought you were kind of cool you were kind of fun because on stage we were t daring you to say a korean word do you remember oh, this oh you're daring me to say a bad word yeah we were daring her to say to kind of mess up on stage or say okay. something kind of daring and i think she did it did i yeah, I think she did it, and it was kind of funny, and <laughs> it was kind of cool, and that kind of set the tone for how we would talk, which was just very fun and chill. Yeah, and later that night, because we were at, um, the event was at a bar, so we were all together, and apparently Adrian's friends were your friends from college and possibly high school, so we were all at one table, and we were we were talking with other people, and I just... I just enjoyed the conversation with you. But I, I kept it at that long, just that conversation. All right. So first impressions out of the way. Um, I guess the reason, just an aside, the reason why we're um, discussing this topic of breaking it to you gently is because I think a lot of people have a lot of reservations. Mm -hmm. when, when it comes to their partners? Yeah, when it comes to showing themselves, their real selves. Yes when to do it, what's the timing of showing yeah. your real self and full self to that person whom you care about or who you love. And I guess me and Megan sharing our experiences, I think just sharing it will put others at ease. Because that puts me at ease, hearing other people going through similar experiences. Yes. So I guess that's kind of what this whole episode is all about. Yes. Sharing how, you know, how normal it is to be awkward <laughs> and... To no suddenly, you know, find out these awkward things about, about your, partner. your partner. So, yeah. Next one is after the first impressions is that as we got comfortable with one another, we actually learned a couple of things. And I remember a couple of specific things because I had a notebook. Or yeah, you had notes. You always wrote notes yeah, about... On my computer, not a notebook. A notepad on my computer. You wrote notes about different moments and yeah. this would be they could be like simple moments like 
um, one word that I told you or how you thought like my shirt was super cute that day. You know, you would write these little things just so that you could remember them in the future. Yeah, so maybe a sample of that is one thing that Megan absolutely loved to do. And I completely <laughs> forgot about this until I saw the notes. During our first at least two years together, our first two years together, whenever we would go out, Megan's go-to move on the dance floor was raise the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually found it very cute. I found it funny. I'm a baller. I, I, I love basketball. I was, love watching the NBA. So here you have this long, lanky chick, you know, raising the roof with two hands. And I found it so funny. And the showbiz shot at that time, I was like, shouldn't she have more moves than this? Oh, gosh. I had no dance moves But whatsoever. it was funny and it was kind of <laughs> cute in its own charming way without her even noticing that I noticed. So how about you? Um, I think in the first couple of months that we were hanging out. And hanging out because... <laughs> hanging out with groups of friends. Um, one thing that I noticed about Mikael is that he was, I don't know, I don't think you were trying to be the life of the party, but you kind of were the life of the party. What? You yeah, you were. I thought like you Maybe just because like, you liked me. I don't oh. know. Maybe the, the life of my party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can imagine that one. Okay, I don't think I would... I, I, I don't or maybe think you were I trying to make me sip, sip, yeah. sip. I wouldn't consider myself the life of the party, but when it comes to the person I like, then I would like to be the life of her party. So wow. I kind of revolve myself around her. I don't know. Like it, it, I just found it so interesting because Mikael was so different from the other guys that I had dated. Nah, it would just be like the two of us long and then just there long. Just, okay, I'll buy you a drink, whatever. But Mikael would really engage with the people that I was with also and would include everyone else. That's why it felt like, like you were lifting up everybody's mood and you were just wanted everyone else to be happy. And that's something that I found super cool about you. You weren't just focusing on me most of the time, but you were also focusing on everybody else. Cool, cool. So cool. I loved your energy when I got to know you more. Nice to know. <laughs> coin, sign, uh, coin sound effect right there. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, I guess those were a couple of things that we noticed about cool each things, other. Cool yeah, things. Yeah, cool things that we noticed about each other initially. And as time went on, we eventually noticed things that we didn't particularly like or that we weren't so cool about. Yeah, so I think one of them would be when Mikael and I started dating or hanging out we used to go out we used to you know go out and go to this is the one bars for me, yeah. yeah 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 okay. we used to go out go to bars we would drink and all that you know the man baguettes life is <laughs> inum life <laughs> so there were some things that mecca all noticed when i would have a bit too many drinks no wait that's mine for you yes i'm introing it ah okay i'm introing it i thought you were gonna steal mine of course not okay go for it is that another pet peeve that you have of mine no no (laughs) yeah you steal my ideas but anyway go so ayon that was the intro na and then you continue oh okay wow i was not uh briefed on that (laughs) but anyway um yeah when megan had a couple of drinks she would be very cariño brutal in a way. Yes. So what is cariño brutal? Cariño brutal is people who love in a very physical way. 
or show their care in a very physical way. So brutal. Cariño, because I think cariño is uh, loving and then brutal. Ah, I I I I, I think I I'm, I'm context clues. Let's so let's don't quote Google me on that, that later. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So after a couple of drinks, the way she expresses herself and her lambing to her friends and to myself would be. Hampas. Yo, nang hahampas siya. And minsan, yung hampas, syempre, kung sa muka, lakas. Sampal yun. Hindi. Ang hampas sa muka, ang tawag doon ay sampal. Okay. So, <laughs> hampas sa likod, hampas lang yun. Yes. Ang problema dyan is, hindi lang ako yung hinahampas, kahit yung mga kaibigan ko na hindi naman niya ka-close, hinahampas at sinasampal. Okay. So, fast forward to one Ooh, night. Oh my gosh, I'm sweating already. Fast forward to I'm one so night. Where I guess she had a bit too many drinks and she tried, I uh, know, she tried hitting me or slapping me. Oh, yeah. Oh she gosh. tried slapping me, but I was kind of ready. So, nakailig ako, ninja moves. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, I'm okay, okay pa ako, walang problema. Okay, and then my cousin, uh, who I'm very close to, drops in. Siyempre, enjoy, enjoy. Nanggigil siguro si Bones. Sinampal! Pero, siyempre, no yung idea. pinsan ko, hindi siya handa. So solid, wapak. Oh, Pero gosh. I mean, my cousin, he understood. I mean, there were girls talaga na ganun talaga magpakita ng lambing eh. But the thing is, I didn't agree with it. Yes. Just because that's how you show your love doesn't mean that's how you should show your love. Yes. Or your care. Or, or that's your lambing, the right way of showing gigil, love. Diba? So that night, I took her home. And she was, she was, she was out of it. Knocked like, out. She was knocked out uh, on the way back. And helped her up to her room. And she tried to give me a kiss goodnight, and I stopped her. <laughs> I, remember, I remember this. I Even stopped the, her oh from gosh. giving me a kiss goodnight. I stared at her <laughs> dazed face, and I told her, don't you ever forking do that again. <laughs> In a way more stern voice yes. than that. <laughs> oh, his voice changed. And I just walked out. And that was the very first time I expressed my stern side. Yes. And nagulat ako doon. my serious dun. side. And I think lahat ng alcohol sa katawan niya became nawala. nawala. But the thing is, nawala na rin ako. And the next day... The next day, I was... I woke up and Mikael was beside me. And even though he was so mad at me... What? He, you were beside me. No, I left your house. No. I left. You left, but then the next day. Yeah. The next day, I woke up and you, you were... You have to clear that out. <laughs> okay. I, let me go back. <laughs> the next day, when I woke up, <laughs> Mikael was at the house. Mm -hmm. And even though Mikael was so mad at me because of what I had did to his cousin and almost to him, he had strawberry shortcake that he had brought to help me with my hangover. But he was not sweet about it. He was trying to feed me, but he wasn't sweet. He wasn't talking, but he was feeding me the cake because he was concerned about me, but he was mad about me. Mad at me. Yeah. But the point is, um, that was the one of the very first times that our honeymoon phase kind of broke. Yes, because I didn't expect Mikael to be like that kind of serious because yeah. I had always seen him to be like a happy-go-lucky person, somebody that's just like, woo, party. And then I saw his serious side and I was like, wow, this is, what I did was completely wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't expect to see you do something that I would call you out on. Yeah. But 
I think trying to hit me or when you were trying to you know be very play extremely playful with me that was fine but then when you did it to my cousin who you had only met like yeah. once or twice i was like wait a minute there's this something can't go wrong on. here there's something wrong something is wrong here so i just called you out on it and hey after that first call out megan never did it again yeah ever again like not even close to it like it just kind of like out the door jumped out of her system out so. the door he sat me down and he was like yeah we can't do this if you act this way because you're not you're you're hurting other people and it's not nice it's not yeah. good it's not healthy side note she hated the strawberry shortcake that i gave her <laughs> that night i don't know why back, back although then. she loves it now yeah so weird i don't know Taste but anyway change. okay moving on so <laughs> that was one what's another what's another uh what's a another piece of ourselves that we found out along the way well okay just so everybody knows during the first year of Mikael and I's relationship I made a little notebook of notes and funny moments and serious as well that we had during the first year of our relationship so I dug it up and I actually found a chart of things that uh, I would say I wouldn't say pet peeves but just like weird things that we found annoying about each other i guess oh, wow. okay wait uh i don't remember can i see so Go. just so that because we're still on the light side megan cries when frustrated but megan also cries when angry and sad and happy <laughs> yeah okay i remember megan's a crier she still is now not as much but still yeah very much she'll cry over almost a lot of things almost any emotion yeah like when i'm super happy i'll cry yeah. also so you kind of like have to make tansha. <laughs> kind of found it annoying for a while, but I grew to accept it. Oh. I mean, it's annoying when you, you someone's crying all the time. <laughs> diba? I mean, the first few times you're like, oh, but when you're doing it for eight years, I'm like, not again. <laughs> but yeah, it was. it's all right. It's okay. fine. Mikael likes to pick fights, <sighs> especially when we first started out. He would try to... He would be like, oh, I want some I want some drama. So he'll try to like joke around with me and try to pick a fight. And then I don't understand what's going on. And then he'll end up getting mad for real because I'm not understanding the situation. But hey, a lot of people do that. They pick a fight, think it's just happy, happy. And then it turns into a real yeah. fight. It happens a lot. But yeah, um, <laughs> I was that kind of guy. Uh, I wanted a bit of drama. Do you still try to pick fights with me? Not as much anymore, like way less, like maybe like 90, 95% less. Okay, 95. I'll try to look for the 5%. Yeah, but that means super small <laughs> fights. <that like. laughs> okay, um, Megan likes making a scene. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't remember this. Here's the funniest thing. Um, the I was new to showbiz our first few years together. I didn't really watch a lot of teleseries. So ev eventually, I got into the teleseries thing, mm -hmm. got more familiar with, you know, how teleseries were built, the formula, okay. the kind of emotion that you see and watch. Here's the funniest thing about Bones. When she's super angry or when she is super sad, she acts like she's in a teleserie. <laughs> and it is so funny, Okay. Okay, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but exhibit A, the first time she showed extreme frustration with me. She was dealing with something, I think it was work, and she called me and I came over 
And she was just super frustrated to the point that she was just crying and crying. <laughs> and then I said, tell me what's happening. As soon as she tries expressing herself, parang telesere bigla sabi, hindi ko na kaya, hindi ko na alam na nangyayari sa buhay ko. And then I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Is she acting out a scene right now? <laughs> Because all the words, all the words and the lines she would use to express herself, parang straight out of a script. I mean, Megan and I, when we talk to each other, we converse in English more often than not. <laughs> and then for whatever reason, during this time of extreme anxiety, She can, she reverts to a purely Tagalog <laughs> teleserie-like syntax. And I'm like, huh? Anong nangyayari? I was actually laughing inside. He was, he was laughing at me. The first time that it happened. And it still happens. It doesn't happen as often anymore because I called her out on it. I was like, you know, it's cool and it's kind of funny because you've really just imbibe that tell us you know your work in my defense i'm not acting out a scene it's really the way that i s- express myself when i do when no, i have extreme I emotion it's tagalog i no 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 people express themselves in tagalog but the way you express yourself in tagalog the lines are all like teleserie Maybe lines sobrang madrama <laughs> because i guess most of her tagalog comes from the teleserie yes, and it the comes from the scripts anyway and i learned my tagalog by watching teleseries yeah. when i was in grade school yeah and you were exposed to those extreme emotional situations in teleseries yes. so i understand now but imagine me not really knowing much about showbiz yet and not really knowing much tagalog back then seeing this girl who i who i like <laughs> and suddenly she's turning her life into a teleserie scene. And I'm like, what's going on Oh my God, did you just curse? I am going to bleep that. Yeah, 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 just bleep that out. But I just had to emphasize. <laughs> so funny. Okay, but anyway, yeah. So that was, um, that was a moment of shock for me okay. in our relationship. Okay, last on this list that I found from our first year journal. And it's quite funny because... It's still on our list to this day. <laughs> And we actually went through this the other day lang. Okay? With Megan, Megan hides when there's a problem. And Mikael likes to confront the problem ASAP. Mm-hmm. So this is where we have two different personalities, two different ways of dealing with things clash. Yeah. And I think, well, that's also why I delayed yung podcast kasi nag-away kami. Yeah, so I, I like confronting the problems ASAP because I, I, I don't see any reason for problems to last longer than a day. Yes. That's really me. Although with me, I don't want them to last for a day, but I also don't know how to confront them and that's why it lasts longer yeah. than it should be. And that makes the problem just even bigger. Yes, because it adds different layers to it. So mm. basically, my problem is I don't know how to speak up about how I feel. I don't know how to approach the problem and I don't know how to react to it. It's, it's all in my head and I'm thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. Got it. And then I forget. And I'm like, oh gosh, I have to think about it again. And then on the outside, the way that Mikael sees it, he's just like, why isn't she saying anything? But for me, it's like an internal struggle. I'm like, oh gosh, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? So I'm like punching myself with it when it's just as simple as talking about it and just saying, hey, I did something wrong. Let's fix it. Yeah. 
Okay. I love you. <laughs> okay, but anyway, oh, ouch. Anyway, Gosh. anyway, uh, flash forward again. So we've been together for eight years. Mm-hmm. So we've seen the initial possible deal breakers, the more serious issues that blindsided us in our relationship. And now, eight years later, there are a lot of very petty things that I guess we call each other out on, but we've just come to accept that they are there. So, Bones, would you like to start? So, the little things that Mikael and I have noticed about each other. (laughs) Well, one thing that is a little bit of a pet peeve, I think, with me is that you leave your clothes everywhere, but I'm also like that. It's just that I leave it everywhere in the room most of the time, and you leave it on the table, in the kitchen, by the computer. It's a lot of various different places, Fofo. Uh, In my defense, in my defense, um, well, one, that is true, but in my defense, I think she does, you do the exact same thing, just on a smaller scale. But I pick my stuff up later. You just leave it there. Barely, barely. Mm-hmm. I tried. I tried um, doing a test to see if Mikael would pick up after himself, <laughs> and he left his socks or like a shirt, socks and a shirt beside the computer table, and I was like, okay, I am gonna put my gym gym stuff in the laundry, and I'm gonna wait and to see how long it takes for him to pick up his stuff and put it in the laundry. It stayed there till the next day. Never happened. Actually, my socks from yesterday are still on the computer chair today. Yeah, you just sit on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It's just Please don't sweat the small stuff. Come on. We are talking about the small stuff. Yeah, That's okay. why. Okay, okay. Okay, my turn. My turn. One thing that I learned um, that just boggles my mind is Megan Bones absolutely requires that i use a placemat whenever i eat and i don't understand it as in i literally have my bowl of soup on the table i'm about to eat and she comes in saying your placemat your placemat and i'm like i don't need a placemat (laughs) i don't know where it came from because yes you if the placemat is there i will use it but i won't go out of my way to get the placemat because i told i tell her i'm gonna clean it after if ever I spill. And she just can't seem to give me a good explanation why I need to use a placemat even then. Okay, can I give you another reason now? Because we put so much different stuff on the table that when you put your spoon, fork, or whatever, and then your bowl, I don't know, I feel like the dirt from the other stuff will go to your utensils. That's my dirt. Let me eat my own dirt. Okay. Eat your own dirt. <laughs> I'll let you eat the dirt and everybody else's dirt there. Okay, glad we had this podcast to clear that up. So no more placemats, please. Okay, here's another one as we were getting to know each other. Um, as I was growing up, my mom, for whatever reason, was super strict with eating etiquette. So mm. You had classes. No, 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 I didn't have classes. Yeah, you did. You said that y- you went to like, like the, there was a teacher. No, no, no. There was like a, that was for like, I think my mom, not me. Ah, okay. That was for my mom's generation. So anyway, uh, my mom was super particular about eating etiquette. So when I say that, I mean, 
when you finish your food, you close your plate and it's the fork over the spoon. Really? And the, yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, didn't right. teach me fofo. I and always relax, do the wrong wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. And then when you hold your spoon and your fork, there's a certain way of holding it so you look elegant. Gosh. <laughs> okay. And even <laughs> when you're cutting and even when you're scooping your soup, did you know that supposedly in a very formal setting, you scoop your soup away from you? Oh, I got that from Princess Diaries, I think. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, all right, cool. So then maybe <laughs> Thanks, that's, that's why I remember that. Okay, and then like in a formal setting when there are so many spoons and forks, you need to know what those were for. I don't remember what they're for anymore. Sorry, mom. Um, but yeah, she was a super, my mom was super particular about that. And <laughs> the first few times I invited Megan over to eat with uh, family. my family, <laughs> <laughs> she comes in and starts holding her spoon and fork like a caveman <laughs> with her elbows propped up like chicken wings. <laughs> and I was just looking at her in horror <laughs> and amusement because I was like, oh my God, what is she doing? I'm like, oh my God, what is she doing? Like, oh my God, I'm so curious what's going to happen now. <laughs> and I don't think Mikael was the only one looking at me funny. It was probably everybody else, all his brothers and sisters. Mind you, they're li- they were like eight during that time. Plus your mom. <laughs> and they were all judging me. <laughs> but I mean, I found it funny. So I didn't feel the need to tell her at right away. Eventually I did. I told her, hey, my mom's particular about these kinds of things. No, I'm not. I'm no. not. I, th- I think. Fofo, you were like, my mom said you eat like a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, huh? What is the proper way to eat? I told her she can't eat like a caveman when she's at the house. And then he had to teach me like the quote unquote proper way to eat. And I was like, okay, I'll do that now when I go to your house. So every time I would go to his house, I would be so conscious. I'd be like, oh my God, am I doing it right? Am I holding it correctly? And then I remember going to my friend, to Cindy. I was like, Dude, how do you eat? Like, how do you <laughs> hold your spoon and fork? Because Mikael's mom said that I eat like a caveman. And she's like, I hold it like this. I'm like, me too. Like, what's wrong with us? Like, are we like not proper members of society or something? Oh, I love my mom. So, funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. That was uh, a moment of horror and amusement for myself, I must say. Every time I eat like, quote unquote, caveman in your house, I'm always like, oh, gotta change this, gotta change this. After talking about Mikael and I's, I guess, pet peeves and learning more about each other, our quirks or whatnots that probably you guys don't know about us. Now, I guess it's time to move on to a bit more serious stuff. And people have been asking questions through Instagram. So Are these serious questions? Somewhat serious, but I think it's more in-depth okay, more okay, than again. anything. By the way, side note, I did kind of make some of these questions when Mikael and I were fighting. I don't know. There's just that vibe that you <laughs> you get into <laughs> when you have an argument. You're like, ah, okay, let's do this. Um, let's start off with this first question. Should one change for their partner? Because we talked about the good and the bad, but if there's a flaw that you see in your partner and they point that out, should you change for them? Um, I think if the person justifies why you should change, 
then and you agree with that person then yeah sure i mean you agree with the person already yeah. but of course i think that's the easy way of doing it i think the most difficult part about should one change for their partner is when one justifies it okay. to another person kasi kailangan maintindihan nila from where you're coming from yes you and can't just say na i don't like this change yeah lahat kasi iba iba iba, iba yung pinanggalingan so your point of view and my point of view is completely different like like what if during that hampasan moment uh-huh. of yours um you were coming from a place where it was really just okay to do that yeah and you couldn't understand why it wasn't okay mm-hmm. for me so that could have easily happened right yes so anantawag dito i think it's very important i was just lucky that you understood where i was coming from but i could easily foresee that going the other way and with i guess more serious issues or more deep or more deep rooted issues like let's say vices like smoking and drinking yeah yeah you really need to be able to flesh things out yes like why are you making me change and then of course the one receiving it why should i change you ha- really have to consider yeah, it some people can say brush it off and they're like no just yeah. don't make me change some some people are like why are you making me change? Why can't you just accept me for who I am? This is the person that I am. Like, you take it or leave it. There's some people like that. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that because you're with this person whom you love and because you love this person, this person wants you to become a better person. So what this person is suggesting, you should consider because, hey, yun nga, it might make you a better person. So if the resolution is, if you change to become a better person for yourself, then that's justifiable. But if you're changing just because this other person wants you to and it's not making you any better of a person, then that's when things are like... Well, that's not really what I said, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next question. What's the next question? (laughs) What oh no! Wait, you didn't answer. Should one change for their partner? I answered it. What do you think? Oh well, I actually had the same answer. Is you had the same answer as me? Exactly, word per word. Daya. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it's yun nga. If the if the reason is that okay, um, I want you to change, so that you become a better person, and you should be changing for yourself, not for that other person. Like. If you saw that flaw in me that wasn't going to be good for my well-being and for everybody else's well-being around me, then you pointed it out. And it's up to me if I want to become that better person. Okay. Okay. Now I get really now, now you get it. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. We'll move on cool. right now. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Next one. <laughs> what are the things about your partner that you've accepted? Okay. Have you thought of one yet? We pre-prod. Yeah, no, I've accepted one thing about Megan. Uh, it is her lack of confidence in her bunions. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, uh, you know how people have these worst fears about themselves, but it's only them who see it? Oh, oh. Had Megan never ever mentioned her fear of her bunions? I would have never ever noticed it. Are you serious? With uh, my yeah. bunions being like that crazy? Yeah, I would have just seen it uh, like, oh, funky looking feet, whatever. By the way, bunions, bunion, ganon. 
Bunyon. Bunyon, oh. Onions. Bunyon. I call them onions. <laughs> Victor and Lauren always make fun of me. Like, ever since we were kids, they would always draw triangles yeah. and say, yeah. guess what this is? It's Megan's feet. Yeah, so basically, Megan has a foot that looks like a Dorito. Sorry, it's okay. You make me more <laughs> confident about my feet every day. So basically, Megan has a foot that looks like a Dorito, but <laughs> I only notice it because she draws so much attention to it. I don't And anymore. now that she draws, she's drawn so much attention to it, I can't help but make fun of it all the time now. He even said But I don't really care, and I wouldn't really have cared. So, yeah, that's... One thing about Megan that I've accepted, she's always going to be very conscious about You that. even sent me an Instagram photo of Michelle Yeoh. By the way, check out her Instagram. It's a photo of her leg being operated. I'm like, what's this? And you look closer, and then she has crazier bunions than I yeah, do. So I'm making her feel better <laughs> by showing her photos of other people <laughs> who have bigger onions than her. So anyway. Anyways. Okay, what have I accepted about Mikael? Um, One thing that I've... Well... I wouldn't say that it's a bad thing kasi at, in the first place, but I've accepted how you work. The way that Mikael works is completely different from so many people that I know. He works 10 times, 100 times harder than anyone else I know. He, his efficiency rate is not 100, it's 1,000. So, yeah, I've accepted that that's the way his brain works and he's happy when he's 1,000% efficient and although sometimes I tell him to slow down a bit, it's only because I don't want him to overwork himself. That's true. Um, but yes, I do, I do accept that you are such a crazy worker. Um, and I've kind of learned from that. Cool. So yeah, that's what I accept. Although I'm trying to imagine what would it look like if you did not accept that? Um... I wouldn't understand how you worked. Ah, okay. And I would say, like, why is he working so hard? Gotcha. Okay, next question. Okay, what's one thing you wish your partner improved on? Um, Megan's inefficiency. <laughs> Obviously, Mikael works at 1,000%, so his, his, one his 100% is 1,000% in our eyes. So obviously, my 100% is like 10% to him. Or 1%. Or 1%. So that's what he wishes I'd improve on. Yeah, no, but I mean, jokes aside, jokes aside. Um, one thing I would always tell Megan is I would always tell her to just go for it. So I think she lacks confidence in just going for something. Yes. She always needs to know everything about it. So she doesn't like jumping. I'm, she I'm doesn't like taking leaps of faith. There yes, you go. Yes, I don't like taking risks. Yeah, I'm more of a take the leap of faith kind of guy and I kind of try to drag her along <laughs> with me and she very reluctantly does not want to go. I'm um, a scaredy cat, basically. Yeah. But yeah, that's one thing I would love for Megan to surprise me with from time to time. It's cool. Mm -hmm. I, li I like being able to drag her along to my <laughs> crazy stuff. But from time to time, it would be nice if she surprised me as well. What do I wish you would improve on? Hmm. Oh, I was thinking of something already. That you wish you would improve on? That you wish. Uh, have you wish have I, I mentioned something to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Oh no, sorry. No, it was a different I can't, question. I can't yeah. think of anything else right now. Okay. Cool. 
None for me. Oh, there's something. I just haven't thought of it. Okay. <laughs> next. Okay, next. Um, what have we learned from one another? Yes. What, what have we learned from one another? Okay, me. What have I learned from Bones? I have become much, much, much more open because of Bones. Uh, growing up, I was in a very controlled environment. I was in a private school from grade school to college. Yeah. I had a very uh, tight set of friends. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I, I don't think see anything wrong with that. Yeah. But at the same time, it didn't really expose me to different settings, different environments, different people. and different people. And being with Megan uh, exposed me to all of that. Because I was different from ev everybody else that you knew. Yeah, she was very. She was outside of that circle of friends who I used to, who I grew up with. Yeah. The, the basketball people and my classmates. So private school kids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, private school kids. <laughs> I'm a public Let's school kid. Let's be honest. <laughs> Completely um, different. Yeah, so that was an eye-opener for me, and I love her for that. I think that's yeah, one of the biggest things that I would always tell my friends and my siblings. It was eye-opening to be with her, even though directly and indirectly she was showing me and opening up my world. Wow. Can you like Cool, right? Okay, one thing that I have learned from you is that I really learned to appreciate the people around me. Um, I would say thank you to the people around me, but then hanggang dun lang. Dati kasi sinasampal lang niya imbis na thank you eh. Like an example would be, okay, my PA. So, like to show my appreciation for the people around me in simple ways is not just by saying thank you, but it's showing them your appreciation in the way that you speak to them and the way that you are around them, getting to know them a bit more, you know, things like that. Not just with my PA, but also the people that I worked with, the people on set from our makeup artists to my co-actors and to even the people that I would go to school with. It's just showing basic appreciation to them. You've taught me that. Like, you've taught me how to, how to treat somebody like if, you know, we, we reached a goal or somewhat. So, yeah, thank you for showing me that. Cool. I'm going to check that off my list. <laughs> my eight-year plan is uh, made. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, when Megan and I were planning this podcast episode, we had a very general structure. But I realized something as we were talking that this break it to me gently, all mm -hmm. these awkward um, traits yes. and situations and um, per characteristics that we showed one another. I mean, these were actually the catalysts that helped us grow. Grow into one another. Yes. Grow our grow relationship as, as uh, one. As individuals. Yeah, as one and as individuals. And... I think that's really cool because that's a surprise takeaway for this podcast that, yes, breaking it to you, my partner, gently, I think is important, but it's also important that it be broken. Yeah. You can't just let something pass by. Yeah. That's the one thing that I have learned from Mikael throughout the years is if there's something that bugs you you need to talk to your partner about it and you need to tell them that hey this was wrong i think it's wrong i think you're not helping yourself out and it's tough because may masasaktan talaga diba like 
my feelings would get hurt initially in the beginning because I couldn't understand where you were coming from. But I had to listen to your side and I had to take that into consideration because your feelings were also at stake. Correct. So to summarize, okay, I think I have like a short summary in my head right now. Okay, I think in a relationship, it is very important to completely show yourself in time. Keyword in time. In time. And as you show yourself, I promise you, problems will definitely arise. Kasi hanggang ngayon meron pa rin naman. Yes, (laughs) and it is your job as a couple to deal. It is your job as a couple to deal with those problems. Mm -hmm. But in dealing with those problems, in turn, you're also growing together. Yes. So kung malampasan mo yun, then you're stronger together and that only happens when you show yourself yes i think a complete a strong relationship is a compromise of the good and the bad yeah you can't have just a completely happy relationship diba parang walang depth kung walang struggle i agree i agree kung diba? walang depth kung walang struggle that is very very true i think because it's you learn from the good and the bad yeah Cool. Wow. So much depth in this wow. podcast. We should do podcasts like this more often. <laughs> <laughs> Learning so much more about you, Fofo. Yeah, no, but I didn't know it was going to end up like this. So, hey, cool. I hope you guys enjoyed this enlightening podcast because it was enlightening for us as well. Yes. Um, I don't think there's much more to say. I think we ended on a very, very good note. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please expect another podcast next week. Yes, next week. And although we do have so many more questions here, we're going to save it for next time. There's always going to be a next time. But thanks, guys, for listening again. Don't forget to tweet us or message us your comments, suggestions with the hashtag, hashtags, hashtags, hashtag BonesFofoPodcast and hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Nice. All right. So catch you guys next Next time. time. Bye. Bye.